You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick. Get to the flames, idiots. Yeah. Hockey, hockey. Puck, puck, puck. Words hurt sometimes. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. George is getting upset. Oh, Where man. has that little sexy minx been? <laughs> and Maddie Rose. <laughs> oh, friends, welcome aboard. Someone with my complexion. Yeah. And I got some local nuts, notes for you as well. You got some local what? I can do it in like three tugs. You sure about that? We don't do that here. <laughs> That's Toronto Radio. This is Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, hi there. The Wednesday. The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Man, we not... We don't only have, if I can spit it out, not one, not two, but three prizes to give away today. Like you can, you can listen to the show and be like, I hate those guys. I can't believe they're on the show. I can't believe Sportsnet 960 made this decision. That's fine. But we're also going to give you stuff. So there's that. Like we'll give you lots of stuff. Um, we're giving away movie tickets to the Expendables 4, courtesy of our friends at Landmark Cinemas. We got lots of stuff. Yep. Two medium, uh, two medium drinks, two medium popcorns, two general mission tickets. They mentioned courtesy of our friends at Landmark Cinemas. Like, by the way, Landmark, if you want to give me a couple passes and I'll give a little review of your films on Monday. Wow. Like, I'm just throwing it out there. Maddie I mean, at the movies? Maddie at the movies. I'll even go see the film you guys want me to see every weekend. Don't even care. Yeah, I want it. I'll go see the Expendables. Like, sure. I had the I'm I- in. I had the idea that because uh, even GVP is so young, mm-hmm. we should have like GVP watch like awesome like eighties and nineties action movies, and yeah. then he uh, writes a review on it. It's a classic radio show trope. I think that's we could what have I mean. Some fun with that. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, it's been done a lot before. Yeah, but whatever. It's radio. A lot of stuff's been done. It's been around for like a million years. You know, I like originality. Yeah, we can find ways to make it original. We'll put a spin on it. Like, I, I would love for GVP to watch the movie Bloodsport. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know you probably haven't seen it. It's awesome. Patrick, you've seen it, right? Bloodsport? Oh, yeah. I think it's one of those movies just watched with dad back <laughs> oh, 10 yeah. years ago or so like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It came on a long time ago. Oh, I know. Is it a, it's like a martial arts movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. Based on a true yeah. story. Heard of it. 88. Never seen it. It's awesome. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker and all that. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, the muscles from Brussels, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes, sir. Who hasn't warmed up for their beer league by doing chair splits? Sudden Death's my favorite. Jean-Claude. Really? Yeah, I like Sudden Death. Yeah, I thought Sudden Death was like its worst. You got the, Mel- the Melon Arena, the old Pittsburgh yeah. Civic Civic Arena or whatever it is. With the That's cool. And the goalie's like the the guy that's <laughs> the assassin or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, as I mentioned, we got lots to do. So we're giving away Expendables 4 tickets. Uh, We're playing Impossible Flames trivia after we talk to Dave Dickinson, head coach and GM of the Calgary Stampeders at 730. Mm -hmm. For your chance to win a $50 gift card to Vacay Brew Co. and some awesome swag from them. And then at uh, 830, uh, your chance to win two tickets to the Heritage Classic next month in Edmonton. That's fun. Oh, and by the way, we're talking to Buck Martinez, Blue Jays analyst for Sportsnet at 7. And our brand spanking new radio analyst, 
Yep. On Sportsnet 960 for your Calgary Flames, Megan Mickelson. Hell yeah. Is it brand spanking new if she's worked for Sportsnet already? Well, she was there last year. Yeah, but she's new to us on the radio station. Yeah, but we're all one big family. Are we, though? I think so. I mm. like to believe so. Okay. Uh, tell some of those guys out east. They don't think that. <laughs> oh. Hey, hey, you're not supposed Jeez. to be so miserable. Jeez, Patrick. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> like, Patrick, you, like, you're right, but you don't have to say it. <laughs> yeah. Like, the listeners don't need to know that. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, I will say, um, like, when I make stop it, stop it. What? What was that? Stop it. When I worked in like uh, the big building in uh, the city, everyone hates uh, the disconnect between like the TV side and the and the radio side was like, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember sitting in the, the newsroom. You're the scum on my shoe guy. Type. I remember uh, sitting in the newsroom. This is years ago in the summer. Uh, it was the day that the Leafs signed Patrick Marlowe. Okay. <laughs> And the same day, Kyle Lowry signed his extension with the Raptors. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I remember this plain as day. It was a Sportsnet producer and Martine Geyer, who's lovely and does a great job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they literally asked me, what do you think the lead should be? I go, it's Patrick Marlowe signing with the Leafs, and it's not even close. Yeah. Kyle Lowry's not going anywhere. He's still a Raptor. Mm-hmm. He just signed an extension. He's staying. That's great. Yeah. But the lead is Patrick Marlowe just signed with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. That's the lead. <laughs> That's the only thing people care about in this city. It's great that... Kalo seven is staying, but uh, Patrick Marlowe staying with the Leafs is the lead. It's like, like in this city, like that would be great if, like you know, Nathan Rourke, you know, <laughs> signed with the Calgary Stampeders, but like Steven Stamko signed as a free agent to sign to play for the Calgary Flames. Obviously, you go the latter. <laughs> that's what I mean. Well, that's a toss up. Yeah, that's what toss I mean. Up. Toss up. People will be all over it like a dirty shirt. It's the way it is. Yeah, got to play the hits. As they say. But we're excited to have Megan. Very excited. Yeah. And uh, we're excited to talk to her at 8 o'clock. It's going to be good. Uh, I thought she did a great job on the desk last year with... Uh, yes. Who was it? Sarge, Leslie, Francis. sometimes Francis. Yeah. Yep. I think that was pretty much it for the crew. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. Um, We'll talk to her at 8 o'clock. Uh, I wonder if she's going to have some sort of catchphrase. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> if she'll catchphrase. have a catchphrase? Yeah. Hmm. I doubt it. You know, get them from the analysts. I know, but I wish you would a little more. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you do. Like, so <laughs> my man, Roger LeJoie, the one who calls you uh, <laughs> Adam. Adam Adam Rose. <laughs> I, hope in, it, in the clip. I hope it's called, not calls. Okay, I hope calls. that we've cleaned that up. Yeah, but, still you know, calls you Adam. Yeah, still so, does? Okay, so Roger LeJoie, broadcasting legend. He's coming up on 4,000 no shows. No disconnect, guys. You can make my... <laughs> he... Uh, his uh, he called he's called a ton of junior hockey games. Uh-huh. You know what his catchphrase is? And I love it. <laughs> I can't even say it. Hold on, hot pot of coffee. When does when does he say that? I don't know. Like when something cool happens, he's like, "That's a hot pot of coffee." Oh, <laughs> he just uses it for anything. Though? Yeah, I don't know. It's cool. it I don't know. It sounds cool. Doesn't, hot pot of coffee. It sounds good, but it has yeah. to have. It has to be like tied. To I don't know something. what the context is. Hot well, pot of coffee. I guess. <laughs> That's his catchphrase. Um, I th- like Lou had magic mitts. Uh, he would always go two words. That was an old one. Then he stopped doing that because he did the two words, and then he only said the one word one time, and it was really funny. And <laughs> <laughs> he stopped doing that. But yeah, Lou used to have a handful of them. But I think you just kind of have to develop it. Like you have to sit in that chair and 
See yep. what feels good. See what you just randomly say because that's half of the job. And then if something sticks and it's fun and it's relevant, yep. then you go with it. But I think you need a little bit of time up in the up in the booth to discover that. I don't know if Megan is sitting at home like, hmm, what can I... Hmm, what rhymes with Huberto? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. That would be I awesome. I think, yeah, it would be. I like a I good we'll catchphrase. Um, she'll join us at 8 o'clock. Really excited to have her on the team, as they say. Um, we'll talk to her at 8 o'clock, and we'll also give away those uh, sweet, sweet tickets to the Heritage Classic. Um, you guys actually had a good idea on the show <laughs> yesterday. Thanks, dude. Which Appreciate was... Uh, <laughs> which was... Uh, Let's uh, let's do Stallone Stallone impressions <laughs> with the Flames take with the Stallone impression. I thought it was it was good, and this is all based on when we get um, a text message. Hey, what about us early risers? Why can't we get a shot of tickets? And you know what? The early risers came through way better than some of the later guys. I will say lie. they did. I thought I didn't think we were going to get enough phone calls. Didn't I, shout out to our waking up people. I was actually thinking about this the other day, or just yesterday, and I'm going to digress from my point for just a moment. Okay. Um, do you think that there's people who only listen to like a half hour of our show, and they think that like we're completely different humans just because the first hour is pretty different from like the second hour a lot of the time? Probably. But this is the way I look at it. Um, like, if all you ever listen to of the show is 6 to 6.30, you think we're morons. No, I think they think we're morons anyway, but that's fine. Because that's like the the six to six thirty. We've had this discussion many times before on the show. That's the freestyle yeah. half hour. It's what we did last night. Mm-hmm. It's something cool we saw. You know, something happened to us. Is there something? I want to talk about so- something stupid like Roger Lajoie's catchphrase is "hot pot of coffee." <laughs> like I want to talk about that sort of stuff. And then we get into the minutia of sports. <laughs> like at the top of the next hour, we're talking to Buck Martinez. Great interview. Buck's going to break it down last night. And that's my point. Like, if all you listen to is 7 o'clock, that interview all the time versus the 6 o'clock spot, you would think we are completely different people because the 6 o'clock spot is considerably stupider than the 7 o'clock spot when we bring on a guest. But at the same time, the 6 o'clock is my favorite hour of the program because we can do dumb stuff. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. See? See? Yeah, I was just thinking about this yesterday, and I was like, man, people must have these different perspectives. I like that you were contemplating that. I contemplated. Did a lot you have of things, your fist George. underneath your chin when you were doing that? Uh, I believe I was making lunch. So oh, no. okay. My hands were active. Um, Blue Jays win last night. Big win over the Yankees. They thumped the Bronx Bombers. They stink, boy. Incredible bullpen, but they can't hit. And uh, Blue Jays uh, with the big win. You say Kikuchi. He was tired on the mound yesterday. Did you hear this during the game? So apparently, you say Kikuchi. Likes to sleep around 13 hours before his starts. He only got yes. 11 <laughs> hours before his start at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Like, I, what is he, a bear? I read that like 20 11 hours. Ago, and I was like, excuse I mean, when, me? When your life is baseball, right? No, that, like, no like, I get you just it. You want to sleep? Sleep as is as important to professional athletes. And just roll into the stadium. When's the last time you slept 11 hours without any help from something? I don't know if I have. Uh, I did. Remember, I did it a couple weekends ago. A Friday consecutively? Night. No, no, no. I did uh, I did 11 hours, and then I did nine the next day. But yes, I did do 11 hours consecutively. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's some was, good hibernation. He's a tired boy. Um, did you put food in your cheeks and then went to bed? <laughs> like a chipmunk? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I had stored up all sorts of berries and roots. Yes. Yeah, yeah, nice. Just kept them under my pillow. I wish I could sleep eleven hours. It'd be great. Need it in this business. Here's what I saw when I read that. I was like, Yo, that means he only gets ten hours a day. Like his life is going to be significantly shorter. He's going to live way less than everybody else. Well, only because- on his starts, apparently. And he has a kid. He has a son with him in, in Japan. I'd assume. Well, or I. I doubt it's in Japan. I would assume it's in Toronto. Oh, well, I don't think this is maybe, maybe he goes back. I'm to Japan sure his son is living season. with him in Toronto. I don't know. Not I necessarily. Hope. No, you're right. It might be in Japan. You're he right. He's away half the time. Yeah, you're right. Um, but 11 hours. The guy's like, oh, I didn't get enough sleep. 11 hours. 11 hours is not enough sleep. <laughs> That's incredible. Like, it's I incredible. Feel so good after I mean, good 11 for him. Hours. Like, I read that as I was like wiping the sleep out of my eyes yeah. after like a five and a half hour sleep because I watched Ahsoka after the Jays game yesterday. And I'm sitting here reading that and going, what? 11 is a, a rough sleep for you? Yeah. Typically, now, are, do, do we know if this is only on yeah. game days, only when he starts? Yeah, this is something we can ask or Buck Martinez about. Or is this every about. day? In I, bed at 11, wakes up at 1 the next day. Oh, man. Can you imagine? That's some good shut-eye right That's there. That's some good living right there. Yeah. Go to bed at 11? It he must to do so be, much. Because in case, there's like, in case they have an early start or something, it must tweak it yeah. around it. So. But yeah, good for but again, him. Again, we know that, and I'm sure Buck will say this. Like, out of all the pitchers we've interviewed, Ricky Romero has said this, uh, talking to him. He goes, pitchers are definitely creatures of habit, and don't mess with their routine. Yeah, the, if the, that dude the, needs the to sleep, baseball, he blames yeah. his cramp on just getting 11 hours. So yeah, he needs at least 12. If he would have had that extra two, <laughs> yeah, 12 or 13 would have been fine. Yeah, Still got he had the a win. cramp in his back, one of his muscles in his back. That's <laughs> his why he trap. had to leave the start. <laughs> his, his trap, trap. yeah. His upper um, trap. So that injury Ooh, yesterday. It's and then, trapezius. I like that we were using the short form all over the place. Trap. Trap. Um, yeah, trap, trap, trap. Vlad uh, Jr., his knees banged up. So he had to leave the game. He's had some sort of knee issue. Buck noticed it on the broadcast last night that he was kind of hobbling around a little bit. It was the DH last night. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Felt like it was going to be one of those situations where we're like yelling at Vladdy for not running out of the box. And then you see the replay and you're like, oh, he's... He's having trouble. Yeah, he had a, tr- a lot of trouble last night. His knee was bothering him, and his helmet kept falling off running <laughs> to first base. He had a lot of issues last night. How annoying <laughs> would that be? Right over his I, eyes, too, and he had to just flick it off. Uh, I always find that so funny when the helmet pops off. Yeah. Especially, oh, no, I like when they when a, when a batter miss, like swings so hard and misses, his lid just pops off his dome. I like when they fall forward. And oh, they yeah. have to like the stumble, just explodes stumble through the opposite box and look like a fool. Yeah. <laughs> um... We got lots to do, as I mentioned, lots to give away. So in honor of our um, early risers, yeah. because again, this the text I got on Monday really resonated with me. Hey, what about us early risers? We never get a chance really to win stuff. And I'm like, you know what? You're right, texter. You're right. Like, we love you. Like, you're the ones grinding super early. You know, like the regular nine to five Joes roll out of bed at like, you know, seven, seven thirty to get to work. Yeah. Like you're you're one of us. You get up early. Like early. Yeah, we're not one of you, but you're kind Yeah, no, of you one actually do real work where you work for 8 yeah. hours. No, we we peace out at 8:55. But we appreciate you and we appreciate your listenership. That's why I'm going to give you another chance to win tickets to Expendables 4. Mm-hmm. Uh but you got to call in. This is what we're going to do. And you guys have no idea. Uh 403-240 4444-403-240-4444. GVP, hit the music bed for me. Oh, a bed. Fun. 
If this doesn't get your juices flowing at 6.16 in the morning, nothing will. 403-240-4444. This is what we're doing. We're Drinking playing. raw eggs. No. Oh. Uh, we're Chasing pl- chickens. Training uh, montage. I don't, I don't even know if anybody's going to call in. <laughs> I have no idea. But we're playing Sylvester Stallone Trivia. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. Sylvester right Stallone on. Trivia. You think you know Sly Stallone? You don't know 403-240-4444. Maybe nobody calls. Maybe, Maybe nobody does. Maybe not. But if you do, this is how the game works. Okay. I'm listening. You get, it's double knockouts. You get two questions in a row. It makes no sense, but I just wanted to use a boxing term. Yeah, no, you're good. You Fire get away. two questions in a row, you win the tickets. Oh. It's that simple. Sure. It's that easy. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Do you want to go help them with the phones, Patrick? Yeah, they're rolling in now. 403-24. Yeah, now they're calling it. Yeah. 403-240-4444. 403-240-4444. We're playing Sylvester Stallone Trivia. This is what we'll do. You call in. Mm-hmm. We'll go caller number one. Sure. Name it, whatever. If they get two consecutive, they win. If they don't, yep. boom, they're out. Next person's up. Love it. This is going to be fun. 240-4444. Do they have to answer in their sly accent? No, they don't have to, but I, I would like it. But it's encouraged? Yeah, it would be encouraged. How much How much Sly Stallone trivia do you think you know? <laughs> zero. Like, like none. none? Like literally zero. I know he was in the Expendables 1. I know he uh, plays Stakar in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. What? Uh, Is that a real thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, your boy knows his Marvel. Yeah, I know you do. I don't. Yeah. That's pretty much it. You know, it was in the Rocky films. Daydream. Yep. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I know him more as like a meme than like an actual actor, if that's fair. You should you should look it's up some nice, of stuff. It's not very nice, but no, it's yeah. not. Well. Um okay, so we have a lot of callers lined up to play. I think I might I have a different film trivia. I want putting to watch their names today. into the old that's cool. things. So. Uh how well do you know Sly Stallone? I, I bet think Patty I know knows Sly. way better than me. Yeah, without a doubt. Are you talking about Sly Stone or just like life in general? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much about his life. No, no, no. I mean, like just stuff in life in general, like general knowledge, oh. like sports. Yeah, I'd say probably. Yeah. No, I'd say yeah. I, I would say yes. Yeah. I would say yes. Yeah. Like Matty Rose, you want to talk hockey with Matty Rose? He's your guy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Everything oh, else, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a mixed bag. Okay. Comic movies and stuff, like nerdy yeah. stuff. Matty Rose is your man. And hockey. I feel like you're kind of selling me short here. No, it's like I'm a not. shot. <laughs> no. Yeah, that sounded like, hey, you know hey you're not really good enough nerd. to do a sports show. All you know is hockey I don't know. and movies. That helps here. No, Maybe. he's good. Um, it's called a backhanded Thanks compliment, GVP. Yeah, that was um, really nice. Those are, those are nice. You like it? Yeah, yeah, I do like those. That. It's like getting punched in the face by Dolph Lundgren. You're Thanks, fine. <laughs> You're fine. Appreciate um, it. Let's get to uh, let's get to Dave first. Dave, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, Dave, you ready to play Sylvester Stallone trivia? I think I am. Okay, uh, very simple. You get two consecutive questions right, or I run out of questions and you win. But you won't run out of questions because you're the first caller. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. All right, here is the first question, Dave. What was the name of Stallone's character in 1993's Demolition Man? Where he starred with Wesley Snipes and Sandra Bullock. Okay, uh, I see the character. Um, Don't Google it, Dave. I'll know. I'm not, I'm not Googling. Need an answer, Dave. <sighs> a tip of my tongue, but I can't get it. Sorry, guys. All right, you're out, Dave. Thank you, though. <laughs> no, what was it? 
Is that on purpose? Or? I think that's what happens when they uh, yeah, hang I got, up. I got a oh, timer did, for you. As much just, as, I don't know sports, but at least I got sound effects here for you. No, you know so. hockey. I didn't say you know sports. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, so he's out. Yeah. Did you know that? No, hold on. We'll, we'll ask the same question to the next person. Yeah. Uh, let's get to Brad. Brad, good morning. How are you? Brad. Hello. Bradley. Yes, sir. Bradley or yes, sir. Brad? Let's go with Bradley this morning, boys. Okay, Bradley. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was the name of Stallone's character, 1993's Demolition Man, where he started with Wesley Snipes and Sandra Bullock? Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, John Sparkin. Yes. Ooh. Yes, Brad. All right. Uh, are you, uh, no, 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 no. That's that the, the wrong, wrong one. one. Why don't you give him a date? That's supposed to be a winner. No, we're not a winner yet. Uh, Brad, what? are you ready? Um, GVP, I have a clip uh, in, in, in the folder. Yes. Um, can we play the uh, the first one I threw in? You ready, Brad, for a movie clip? And if you identify which movie this clip is from, you'll have to pot down, I guess, the uh, the bed. You will win the tickets. Are you ready, Brad? I am ready. Okay. Um, That's going to stop, actually. Yeah. Okay, hit it. There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. Oh, man. Mm. Win. <sighs> What are we waiting for? Take this! Man, if you can't run through a wall after listening to that clip, nothing can. Brad, what movie is that from? When? Is it Rocky Tree? Oh! So close. So close. Thanks, Brad. All right, boys. Oh, that was so close. Matt, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good, how are you? Good. What are you doing, Matt? I'm just heading out to do a big house outside of Ditchbury. Oh, look at that. We we love our uh, construction workers. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're our sweet spot on our show. You want to yeah. hear that movie clip again because it's so awesome? Yeah, sure. Hit it, GVP. There's one thing I want you to do for oh, me. Oh, yeah. What? Come here. Win. 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 What are we waiting <laughs> for? Take this. Uh, I'm gonna go Rocky Two. Yes, Matt. Rocky Two is the correct answer. Give him a ding. All right, it's easy for you, Matt. You get this question right, you're gonna win. All right. Which character was played by Stallone in the movie Tango and Cash? Uh, yeah, I don't know that one, man. All right, sorry, sorry, Matt. You're out. Oh, so close. Randy, good morning. How are you? Uh, right on, bud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. Tango. What are you Tango. up to, Randy? Banging bad. Just oh. you guys. <laughs> I love it, Randy. Hey, did you sleep 11 hours like you say, Kikuchi? Uh, no, about five. Okay. Are you heading to work this morning or what? What's the story? What's 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 on what's on the agenda for Randy today? I'm gonna go to the gym, go fishing, and then uh, I don't know, uh, have a beer patio or patio beer and a jerk. Randy, I gotta say, um, I don't really know what you said at the end there, but let's escape past that one. <laughs> I'm gonna say, Randy, um, you're living, out, you're winning at life this morning. You ready for, uh, you ready for another clip, a movie clip on Slice? Uh, Fly Stallone trivia to win a uh, tickets to uh, Expendables <laughs> Four. As I spit that out, you ready, Randy? I am, I am. Uh, play the second clip, GVP. What started 
started out as a joke has turned out to be a disaster. Creed appears to be in very serious condition. The man dies. If he dies, he dies. What movie is that from, Randy? What Sly Stallone movie is that from? Rocky Three. Oh my no! <laughs> Sorry, Randy. Have fun. Have fun at the gym and fishing, Randy. See ya. All right. Whatever the other thing was. If yeah. I slept 11 hours and or 14 hours and the other 10 yeah. hours were gym and fishing. Awesome. All right. Hey, uh, lines good. are opening up now. <laughs> we're, we're eliminating people left and right here. 403-240-4444. 403-240-4444. Callers are, are coming back now. The lines are opening up. Randy, again, as I mentioned, my take on dudes named Randy and Rod. Not yeah. a name, it's a lifestyle. I like that he was in bed. It sounded like he was talking to us through he was, the pillow. He was <laughs> definitely lying down while he was talking Without to us. Without a doubt, he did not even leave. No, no. What a legend. That Randy's a legend. Speakerphone yeah. right beside the pillow. Yeah. I like that he called in, though. I know there's more of you who are out there yeah. trying to sleep. Um, we are giving away. Us. Yeah, Randy's a legend. We are giving away um, two tickets to go see Expendables 4, courtesy of our friends at Landmark Cinemas. You get two general admission tickets, yeah. two medium popcorns, yeah. two medium drinks. Yeah. And you get good to stuff. watch Jason Statham. It's yeah. probably not going to be as good as the Meg 2, The Trench, <laughs> but... You love that movie. Oh, my God. It was so good, George. <sighs> All right. It was so good! All right. There were three big sharks! Yeah. Uh, Three. Let's say good morning to Richard. Richard, good morning, my man. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. What are you up to today, Richard? I'm just driving to work. You ready for some Sylvester Stallone trivia? Uh, I hope so. Uh, Why don't we play that movie clip again for Richard, um, GVP? What started out as a joke has turned out to be a disaster. Creed appears to be in very serious condition. The dramatic scene. <laughs> what movie is that from, Richard? That is Rocky Four. Yes, Damn it is, right Richard. Sir. Give that man a ding. All right, Richard. You, if you get this one right, you win the tickets, the movie tickets. Are you ready? Yep. Which character was played by Stallone in the movie Tango and Cash? Yes, he was Tango. Yes, sir. Wait, St- hold on. Does that mean he wins? Yeah, Stallone played Ray Tango while Kurt Russell mm. was his partner, Gabe Cash. Congratulations, Richard. You're going to see Expendables 4, courtesy of your friends at Landmark Cinemas. You won two general mission tickets, two medium drinks, two medium popcorn. Hang on the line, pal. We'll get your details, okay? Thanks for this. All right, thank you. All right, it was easy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Did you there get you go. Did you get all of those, Patrick? I've never seen Tango and Cash. Oh, you guys! You guys, that's a stole. And you have uh, you have uh, Terry Hatcher yeah, plays Terry his Hatcher. sister in that as well. Okay, let me tell you. Well, Desperate Housewives, Terry Hatcher. No, no, no this I is Bree. I know. Oh, this is. <laughs> There's something about watching those '80s like bathing suits. There's just something <laughs> about them. I don't know what it is. I know what. Just Jim the means. way they were cut was just so different than today. <laughs> what is? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. very accurate. Tango and cash it is good. It felt like there was less um, bathing suit. 
Not really. Mm. Just cut weird. It was just cut weird. There yeah. was more material. Just uh, cut weird. Congratulations <laughs> to Richard. He won the tickets. We'll have some more fun with Expendables 4 tomorrow in the 6 o'clock. What do you got coming up for us in the Rose Report? Oh, boy, George. We have the Jays. We have the other teams around the Jays. We also have, um, well, just some debauchery. <laughs> Yep. An update from an ongoing bit for the show. How about that? Okay. Mm. I love it. It's uh, gross. Rose Report next. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. The fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. The fan. The top of the hour. Buck Martinez. Blue Jays analyst for Sportsnet. Jays with a big win last night in New York over the Yankees. Suck on that Bronx Bombers. 7.30, the head coach and GM of the Calgary Stampeders, Dave Dickinson, and we'll play some Impossible Flames trivia. Also, in the 7 o'clock, I'll unleash the text topic for today for your chance to win tickets to the Heritage Classic, which goes, of course, next month in Edmonton at Commonwealth between the Flames and the Oilers. But right now, it's time for the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Bloom. Matty Rose. Hey, friends, we got the latest from Flames Fitness Testing. The Jays started a fresh set in the Bronx. And also, look around the rest of the majors. As mentioned, though, Flames Fitness Testing is today. Get up, boy. Get up, boy. Training camp ice times will start on Thursday. Today, we get to find out who is the most yoked. Twisting and scrunching, twisting and crunching with their buffet body. Who do you think it is, boys? Who's going to be the most ripped? Most jacked? The most always buff? Dubé always charts well at these things. Yeah. Michael Backlund's a, a physical god. Sleeper? Yeah. Nikita Zadorov. Zadorov, yeah. He's a yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't know if... I think the, the big guys don't test well because they don't know if they have the same agility yeah. and kind of range of motion type. You, you want you want a dark horse for me because mm-hmm. we interviewed him? Majapani. Uh, he, yeah. he looks like he could pedal fast. <laughs> go, 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 go. Yeah, wow, look he at does, how fast doesn't he? he is. Yeah, yeah, he looks like he can pedal think, fast. Yeah, I guess. I think that's fair. Well, you got to move that. I keep, like, that video just keeps playing over and over. Okay, all right. Sorry. <laughs> there, it's hilarious. Are you happy? Well, you guys. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Yesterday, Sports that announced. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> discussing what's on your computer monitors in the middle of the morning report. Come on. Tidy up. Sorry, teacher. Sports and announced our broadcast teams for the year. Uh, same crew back on your television. Rick Ball, Kelly Rudy on the call. Ryan Leslie as the host. And Megan Mickelson announced hey. as the color Ooh. voice. The TV. Going from the TV analyst desk up into the booth with our boy Derek Wills. She'll join us at 8 a.m. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. We're looking forward to it. A little bit of something new. Although, we do miss you, Lou. Blues named their 24th captain in franchise history yesterday. I think I got your number, <laughs> Gloria. Oh, no, while. not him. Uh, that was him back in the early 90s. It is forward Braden Shen. The Sask- you called it. He did. Told you. No, no, my hockey. Rob Thomas got Sask- an He does. Saskatoon native was drafted fifth overall by the Kings back in 2009. Then he went to Philly as part of the Mike Richards trade. Then he spent six seasons there. Then he got dealt to the Blues for a hefty price. 
Over the last six seasons, he's averaged 22 goals. He just turned 32 in August, and he's signed for the next five years at $6.5 million. Great. Such an underrated player. Such an underrated player he is. Robert Thomas did get an A as well. Yes, he did. Uh, Colton Pareko keeps his, and Justin Falk also given a letter at the announcement in St. Louis And no love for Jordan Cairo there? That's, I don't think so. He's like a Johnny Gaudreau type yeah. of guy. He's a skill guy. Plays you the wing. You can slap an A on anybody. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, Especially when somebody but if you're gets slapping it on anybody. Doesn't it take away the like? You're like, uh, I don't think he's an A. I don't, okay. Like, this is a big th- thing for me. You don't have to be the best player on the team to wear a letter. That's usually how it works, though. Sometimes. Yeah. Not always. Mm-hmm. Like a lot like to be. Winnipeg making their captain Adam Lowry. Blues making their captain Braden Shen. There you go. Yeah. Johnny Gaudreau would never wear a captain's no. letter, and he's going to lead his team in yeah. points every year yeah. that he sure. plays. So, different guys, different ideas. Uh, Who we got without captains now? Seattle, Bennington. Calgary. We should have named Bennington the captain so he can so he can paint the C on his <laughs> helmet like Luongo so did. Dumb. He can't even talk to the refs. Uh, <laughs> he's just too mad. <laughs> what a nightmare that would be. <laughs> he's just well, they, they literally can't talk to the refs when yeah. they're captain. They have to have one of the A's talk to the yeah, refs. Swinging his stick at the ankles. <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. He's just too heated. <laughs> um, Shen takes over after Ryan O'Reilly was traded to the Leafs back at the uh, deadline. Also, a minor deal for the Canucks yesterday. We have a trade to announce. Love hockey trade. Tanner Pearson and a third-round pick to the Canadiens for netminder Casey to Smith. Uh, Pearson, of course, had the double wrist surgeries, and that was a really weird situation out in Vancouver, so not surprised that he leaves. Clears $1.45 million off the books as well. Kent Hughes gets another veteran to maybe flip at the deadline, and he banks a third-round pick. Pretty hefty price to clear out about a million and a half for Vancouver. They could save another million if they end up putting DeSmith through waivers to the AHL and promoting Spencer Martin or Archery Seelovs to back up Thatcher Demko. They both played 29 and 5 games for the Canucks last year. Uh, I, I This is fascinating to me because the Habs have come out like great in the Eric Carlson deal. Yeah. Who, who would have talked about this? Like that the Habs somehow benefited from the Eric Carlson deal. Listen to what they got. So they got a second from Pittsburgh in 2025, a third from Vancouver in 2023, a fourth from Detroit in 2025, Tanner Pearson, uh, Nathan Laguerre, Gustav Lidstrom, and 2.5, a uh, 2.3 million of Jeff Petrie's contract. Out, Mike Hoffman, Rem Pitlick, Jeff Petrie, Casey DeSmith. Nice tidy work. It's a nice piece of business. That's a that's very tidy by the mm-hmm. Montreal Canadiens. Just taking on some salary. To, yep. to help broker the Eric Carlson deal. Mm-hmm. That's what you do when you have cap space. When you're a bad team, you can take some of these things. Yep. And the Habs have a ton of cap space, especially when they're going to throw Carey Price on LTIR. And now they don't even have to. Like, they actually don't have to put him on long-term no. IR. They have plenty of cap space, so they could just kind of keep him on the roster on Which, normal IR. That's what Elliot mentioned yesterday in his 32 thoughts. I didn't really understand what the benefit was mm-hmm. versus LTIR versus IR. The only thing is you get salary relief. But then again, if you're not going to be spending the salary, sure, use it to get to the floor, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Jays and Yankees got a fresh start in the Bronx yesterday. Yusei Kikuchi got the ball for Toronto. Clark Schmidt for the Yankees. Interesting note from Dan Shulman on the TV broadcast. The Rangers and Mariners facing each other seven times before the season is over. The Jays are guaranteed a playoff spot if they go 8-4 and four over their last 12. And 7-5 and five probably gets them in as well. But George... As we're getting set for this game, I'm hearing that and going, well, that sounds like a very attainable goal. It absolutely does because um, the Rangers and Mariners or Astros and 
Marin- play- Mariners and Rangers play seven times. Yeah, against each other. Yeah. So somebody has to lose those games. Mm-hmm. So this is a very attainable goal for the Blue Jays. And you all, and you sneakily want, and you'll get to the highlights here. Yes, sir. You sneakily want um, the Orioles to keep winning mm-hmm. so they can clinch the division because the Rays are coming in hot right now, just, mm-hmm. just barbecuing yeah. everybody right now because you don't want the Rays to be uh, – vying for a division title when they're playing the Blue Jays at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. You want them to set up the rotation uh, for the playoffs, which the Blue Jays might have to play the Rays at the Trop, which sucks, and it's a tough place to win. But whatever, you want the Rays, uh, you want the Orioles to keep winning so they can win the division so the Rays can rest guys in that series for the Blue Jays. But to get eight wins, you have to win the you first win. one. And hey, they got a good start to yesterday's game. 3-1. Auto line out to right field. Hit pretty well. Going down the line and into the front row! A stadium special for Springer. What a present to unwrap on your birthday. The 57th leadoff home run for George Springer. Yeah, it goes Oppo on his 34th birthday. Love to see it. Unfortunately, the lead was spoiled by Aaron Judge galloping from first to third on a double by Glaber Torres. Although he doesn't look like he's running that well with that no, toe injury he had early he in the year. But he still has such a long stride that it takes him, like, no time to get around the yeah. bases, nevertheless. It's like a gazelle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Jays would get the lead back in the top of the fourth. Runners on the corners for Kevin Biggio, who was hitting in the cleanup spot yesterday. One-two. Line to center field, fading fast. That's down for a base hit. Bo can come in to score, and the Blue Jays have a 2-1 lead on an RBI base hit from Kevin Biggio. Been swinging the bat really well lately. Uh, they talked about it on the broadcast last night. Uh, Kevin Biggio this month, uh, 15 games, 318, 14 hits, one homer, That'll nine do. RBI, 10 runs. That'll also, do. he's got an on-base percentage of over 400 since the All-Star break. <laughs> like it, The dude is literally resurrecting his career. He was going to be just a bench player, and now all of a sudden, mm-hmm. where would the Blue Jays be without Kevin Biggio here post-All-Star break? Yeah, you can throw him right into the the David Schneider, the Ernie Clements, just the guys that were maybe tw- roster player 22, 23, 24, and below yep. that are contributing when guys like Vlad, Bo, you know, the guys at the top are struggling. It, it's, it's a team effort, and yep. uh, hopefully it all comes together here over the last two months or two weeks, and uh, there'll, be, there'll be a problem in October if that happens. So the Jays had a 2-1 to one lead after four innings of play. Kikuchi went three up, three down in the bottom of the inning, and then the Jays kept on pounding. 1-0. On a line, hit well, right field, and it's going to go. A home run for Bo Bichette. Stings one the opposite way. A two-run shot. Blue Jays in front, 4-1. 19th of the season for Bo, showing a little bit of uh, power there. Gave Toronto a 4-1 lead, got the bullpen up and working for the Yankees. Schmidt lasted five, allowed four earned runs on four hits, couple of walks, one strikeout along the way. Kikuchi... Didn't last much longer, although he was pulled with left upper trapezius muscle cramp. Mm. Left upper trap is what they called it. He went five innings. He allowed one earned run on four hits with one walk, seven strikeouts. He said after the game that he should be good for his next start and that he thinks this happened because he only got 11 hours of sleep compared to his typical 13 or 14. Which is incredible. Good for him. Every time I read that or say it, I just like I get seething jealousy. Just through my entire body. How good would you feel after an 11-hour snooze? I'd be hey. able to take on the world. Hey, I'd be able to do whatever I wanted that like day. Like lift a Buick yeah. Skylark over oh, your head? No problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Climb a tall building. Yeah. Maybe go on a hike. Wow. Yeah. Getting ambitious now. I probably wouldn't go on a hike. 
<laughs> Garcia came in, got an out, allowed runners on first and second. Trouble early for the bullpen, but saved by some nifty defense. 2-2. Two -two. Pulled towards shortstop. Bo's got it. Behind him to Schneider for one at second. On to first in time. What a play by Bo Bichette. Reaching out to his right. Submarine style to Schneider at second, who turns it to first to retire the side with an inning-ending double play. This was the point of the game where I was staring at my TV after the Jays had come up battered and not done anything, where Trevor Richards came into the game, and I went, no, not him. He's been so bad lately. But he had one of his better outings in recent memory, including a couple of strikeouts. Punchies. Got a couple of punchies. <laughs> got them off to the eighth with a three-run lead intact. Jordan Hicks got through the eighth, and then they got a little bit of insurance from the locomotive. And now Kirky cranks one out to deep left field, and that ball is long gone. A two-run home run for Alejandro Kirk. And the Blue Jays have opened up a 6-1 lead. Nate Pearson came in, cleaned that sucker up. Vladdy had another RBI out 7-1, uh, the final score in this one. Seven more wins needed to get into the playoffs. Yeah, Bobachet uh, heating up. He was great at the mm. dish yesterday. Worked that walk in the first inning. Had the great single. Hit the home run. Had that incredible play on defense. And there's something I want to ask Buck Martinez coming up, too. Only eight errors this season for Bo Bichette at shortstop. His play at short, I think, has been a little underrated. Yep. We always talk about how he's average to below average shortstop. He's been rock solid in mm -hmm. that position. Remember how the Blue Jays sucked against the American League East the entire season? Yep. Uh, their first 31 games, 8-23, and 23, uh, scoring 4.09 runs a game, uh, giving up uh, 5.29 runs per game, and their run differential, minus 37. Okay. The last 10 games, they're... They're just waxing the American League East. Eight and two. They're scoring five runs a game, allowing 2.90 runs a game, oh. plus 21 run differential. Laughers almost. Exactly. Yeah. I I also like when Buck says laughers. Yeah. They haven't had any laughers lately. He's coming up in like 12 minutes. Can't wait. Jays face the Yankees tonight just after five. Kevin Gossman and Michael King will be facing off in the pitching matchup. Also, Ricky Tiedemann, top prospect yes. lefty pitcher. Getting promoted to AAA Buffalo. He will join the Bisons with his debut coming later this week. Looking at other teams in the race, the Astros currently lead the AL West, but yesterday's result did not help them as far as locking up that top spot in the division. Hayes into left field. It's deep. It's back. It's toward the Crawford box, and it's gone. A three-run shot for Austin Hayes. And the Orioles lead 5-2. That came in the sixth inning. They would win 5-3. The call-out on WBAL out of Baltimore. Austin Hayes with the dinger. Orioles kept a couple runs between themselves and the Astros all game long. Part of me, final score was 9-5 in that contest. Meant that the Mariners and Rangers had a chance to inch closer. Mariners got it done. Dealt with the A's, no problem. Next off for the way, swinging a drive, deep to right field, down the line, stay fair, upper deck, goodbye baseball. J.P. Crawford with his 16th home run of the season. It's the Mariners 7 and the Athletics 2. That would be your final score. That was the cherry on top of what was already a pretty decisive victory. The call from KIRO in Seattle. The question was, could the Rangers keep pace? Their game with the Red Sox was tied at 4 until the winning knock came in the seventh. First offering here from Schreiber, hit back up the middle, pass Story in the center, a base hit. 
Simeon around third. He comes in to score. The throw going into third. It hits off of Seeger's back as he slides into the bag. It's backed up by Schreiber in foul ground. Moving to second is Josh Young. He's got an RBI single, which puts Texas back into the lead 5-4. They would win the game by a 6-4 final. That from 105-3, the fan down in Texas. So the Rangers and Mariners just a half game back of the Astros for the lead in the AL West. Texas and Seattle tied for the third wild card. The Jays in the second, just a game up on both clubs. Isn't it crazy how like just the feels around the Blue Jays have changed over the last you know week? It does like, that though. They it's, get, like, it's baseball. It's yeah, up and down. Yeah, like yep. that's oh, yeah. that's why it's a marathon, not a sprint. But, like literally. Well, yeah. After, every after getting ahead. swept by the Rangers, you're like, well. That's, That's the season. Pack it in. Pack it in. And all Got of a sudden, they're the red hockey. hot. They won four yeah. straight. Yeah. Baltimore yeah. and Tampa, they probably they might finish with 100 wins. Everyone else, they're going to be around 90, 91, 92 wins. And I'm looking at it. Houston. They're below 500, uh, below 500 against teams better than them or above 500. Like, yeah. the Jays aren't alone. Like, uh, amongst the American Again, League, the, the Astros have struggled. To, the to Mariners. Me, I've the always said this. Uh-huh. Yeah. The biggest crapshoot playoffs is baseball. Yeah, sure. If Hell you're yeah. just hot going in, you can win the whole damn World Series. Look at the Nationals of 2019. Who had the Nats winning? Yeah. And they had the best. Uh, there was hashtag Natitude, which I really liked. The Rays in 08. Yeah, like they, well, they didn't win. They, they didn't win. win. Yeah. But like teams, you just get red hot and you get into the playoffs, anything can happen. Like baseball, like hockey, generally the best team wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, football, like it's tough because it's one game, but generally the best teams make it there. Yeah. Like the Chiefs, prime example of that. And in basketball, definitely it's the best teams that mm-hmm. get far into the playoffs. Baseball's like, man, you get some hot pitching, some hot hitting. Yep. You can have a deep yep. run. Yeah, sure, the Blue Jays might have to go to that horrendous stadium in Tampa Bay to play the Rays in the wild card round, but bring it on if you're throwing Gosman well, who, at them who in went game in there one. last year and swept them. Yeah. Tampa um, Bay. It? Oh God! On a brand. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, Cleveland. I yeah, win. that's right. Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> Rangers. Are, Rangers and Red Sox go twelve oh five today. Uh, this will be on Sportsnet West if you want to watch the Rangers and the Red Sox. Mariners and A's go at one thirty five. That'll be on Sportsnet One. Astros Orioles go at twelve ten, and you can watch the Tigers and Dodgers tonight on the network. Sportsnet One at eight o'clock. Another note: Shohei Otani had elbow surgery. He'll be ready to hit in 2024 and throw in 2025. Unfortunately, don't have time for this long John Morosi clip, but just a thought on what this means for his future, George. Yeah, um, it's it's surprising that he's, he's not going to play outfield either. He's just going to be a DH next season just so he can hit. Yeah. I guess yep. he's not going to throw at all, which is disappointing because that makes Shohei Otani so incredible. This is why I well, think he's biggest... signing one year with the Angels. One you more year so? with the Angels and then hits free agency in 2025. And apparently the same dude who did Aaron Rodgers' revolutionary Achilles surgery. Oh, the one that's going to bring it back in January. Yeah, is the same thing, is the same dude who just uh, repaired um, Shoei Otani's UCL. Super doctor. That's the dude who did Bo's knee, wasn't he, a couple years ago, I think? I don't know, maybe. He's worked with Bo before. It was the knee or the shoulder. I I worked with uh, Kayla Harris in Toronto, and she played softball at UAB. Mm. Dr. James Andrews worked on her shoulder. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Ah, uh, that's all I got for the baseball. Okay. Uh, a note from the Stampeders. They play the Alouettes Saturday at 2. Yesterday got back on the practice field. Just trying to focus one game at a time right now. Cliche as, as always is, we've got to find a way to win this week's game. And uh, take it from there. Um, you know, we're definitely behind. We get it. So uh, not you can't just keep potentially losing games you feel you, you can win. you got to win those games and then uh, kind of let it happen and... We are playing some opponents that are ahead of us and right ahead of us. 
so we got to find a way to win. Trey Roberson and Tommy Lewis were away for personal reasons. Kadeem Carey was limited. Closed practice today, so we'll have to wait for the injury report in the afternoon to see who is out there practicing. Finally, George, I expect you saw this yesterday, but we have a new level of depravity coming from <laughs> Bill's tailgating oh, from the oh, weekend. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Now, of course, we know your story of the man who <laughs> dropped trow and then proceeded to drop a deuce while in the stands of glorious Highmark Stadium. Like, again, I can't stress this enough. The lowest common denominator. Like, where humanity takes a backseat is a Buffalo Bills game. Now, this like, you start drinking at 6... Okay? The mm. game's at one. Oof. And drinking <laughs> is the least of our worries here. Now, yeah. this wasn't Highmark Stadium. The Bills are building a new arena just down the street. Stadium, arena, whatever. A 29-year-old man. Let's go ahead and call him Duke. Dukes! <laughs> <laughs> because his name has not been released. Old Duke having himself a time. He's getting ready for the Bills and Raiders about 45 minutes before kickoff. Security were waved down by a civilian who is concerned about our boy Duke, and rightfully so. Duke was completely naked and reportedly covered in human excrement. His own or someone else's? Unknown. When security approached, old Duke got a little bit startled, took off towards the new construction site like Spider-Man. He vaulted <laughs> up a 10-foot fence and down into the new arena construction site where he promptly fell into the first level of excavation. Our boy Duke popped up, jumped up, ran forward and fell down the next level of excavation. Security is saying both of these drops were 15 feet. Oh my god. The second of which took him out. They called the MS, they called police and when they arrived, our boy Duke, well he told them, well he had ingested alcohol. A quarter tequila, quarter rum, case of beer. He had ingested marijuana. Two bags of grass. He had ingested <laughs> cocaine. Salt shaker half full of cocaine. And the cherry on top, he had also ingested LSD. Five sheets of high-powered blotter acid. That fear and loathing. My guy, Dookie. Thought that we needed all that for the trip. But once you get locked into a serious drug collection, the tendency is to push it as far as you can. Some sort of cocktail, Dookie. Now, I saw this story, and I don't understand the part where he fell down like... A porta potty, like a porta potty hole, and that's oh, how he got covered in the excrement. That's not what happened. He didn't fall in a porta potty. He's, I, I assume he crapped his pants. No, no, no. But he was covered in it. No, that's, uh, but that's. Mm, I have seen situations like this before. Let okay. me say that. Like this? I think he crapped his pants and then he stripped down because he was covered in his own feces and he was continued to be covered in his own feces. And then he started to panic and then he ran away. And why does always these situations, why does the dude got to be naked too? Uh, like completely that, naked. That's the LSD. Oh. That's, that's what that <laughs> okay. is. Okay. All right. This thing's grabbing at him. He's got to... Yank it off. You snakes are all over me. <laughs> you get very hot. Okay. I don't know how I would know that. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, terrific stuff, Manny. The Rose Report brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. We'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Five sheets of high-powered blotter acid. Uh, Buck Martinez, Blue Jays analyst for Sportsnet. Big show, Russell and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan.